from our new location at 77 Grove Street, the former CVPS building. Now we've got the power. The Rutland Herald's local sports podcast. This is the Inside Pitch. Brought to you by the Rutland Herald. Thank you for supporting your hometown newspaper. Here they are, Bob Fredette and Tom Haley. Play ball! Hello, this is Bob Fredette. Hello, this is Tom Haley. This is the Inside Pitch. And welcome back to Inside Pitch. I'm Bob Fredette, along with Tom Haley, our special guest this week, Brian Hill. Oh, you guys are so lucky. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and we're going to make sure we stick to half an hour on this one. I'll tell you what, Because <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> Brian wears a lot of hats here. Uh, he's, a, he's a golf coach. He's a hockey aficionado. He, he does uh, does radio. You know, he's, he's all over the place, you know, so... And, and any place, any and any place he can make a buck, he'll make a buck. So. <laughs> well, they have, no one's done a background check on me, so I've done pretty well with that. Well, after that, I think you can just we'll check that box out <laughs> yeah. today here. So, well, welcome to our podcast. Well, thank and, you. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you here. You know, we don't know where to start, really. I'd know, like to start somewhere. Oh, go oh, right ahead, Tom. Start. It's Tom Haley, the you great know, one. Brian, when when uh, Tom Brennan came up here. And took the UVM basketball job from Yale. And a lot of people, he told me, said to him, you're crazy. Why are you leaving Yale to go to UVM? Burlington is a hockey town. And we know that Gutterson is one very tough ticket. It's going to get a lot tougher after the UVM got that road win over number four Michigan. But Brennan said... His, his answer was, I think it's a sports town. And we all know about, he, he's still living off Syracuse, and, and if they did fill up, they began filling up Patrick Jim once he got it going there. And the Johnson brothers from St. Albans, their father, told me when he used to bring his kids over to Patrick Jim. Nobody was there for basketball. We know Gutterson would always pack to the rafters. I gotta say, this is the longest segue I have. Oh, had wait a minute. I know we're I'm, go, into I'm a cutting question. right I'm to it I know, now. I know I'm kinda having a stroke. I'm now. cutting I'm not really sure what he's saying. I'm I, on track. I'm I, but over. I'm cutting right to it. The <laughs> parallel the parallel is a guy that all three of us know very well. One of the will remain nameless, but the, a voice of NSN yeah, we won't, we won't has always like told that. me. Rutland is not a hockey town and never will be. Basketball is the winter sport. Uh, Bob and I were just talking before we went on the air about it was a hockey town once during the Jim Larkin era, etc., etc. But my question to you, if Castleton ever elevates its program to like a Norwich level, Will the people come and can Rutland be a hockey town? Oh, it's me? You're asking me? Um, <laughs> uh, well, that's a good question. I, I've had that uh, debate with that, uh, that person as well. And, I, you know, over the last few years, uh, basketball certainly with the Rutland program being, you know, winning state championships and, and, and such. But also, <clears throat> I can remember seeing – a lot of people, and I mean a lot of people, traveling to Gutterson to watch the girls' hockey team win their first state championship. So, I, I mean, like anything else, if there's if, if 
if teams are winning and there's a buzz, they're going to go. But uh, J- Jack, who that's, I'll use his first name, uh, always told me that it's a football town. Now, that may be true, but now we only have one team in Rutland. Uh, so I think, and I'm not trying to avoid your question, but doing football over the last eight years on the radio, and I don't know what the answer is. I've seen a steady decline in numbers. I mean, yep. when I saw a CVU team, which is the biggest high school in Vermont with 28 mm-hmm. kids on their team, something's not right. And you're talking about <laughs> participation numbers, right. but also attendance. When I, when AJ comes back here after halftime, I, I always ask him the question, how was the crowd? And he says, not that good. Well, true, and I think the other thing, too, is there's a lot of outlets to I mean, people don't have to get out of their house. They can listen to us. They can watch it on the computer. So a lot of people just stay at home. Uh, so, you know, there's <clears> – I think that's – the situation in sports with kids is that there's a lot more things to do. When I was growing up, it was baseball and, and hockey and, you know, there wasn't a soccer team. There wasn't a lacrosse team. Right. There wasn't those things. And there wasn't really video games and there wasn't the internet and there wasn't other, you know, I don't understand it because like I go on the road with my guys on the golf team and I hand them my phone and go fix this. So yeah. that's, so, you know, cause I don't know anything about it. And my, my grandson knows more about stuff and it's so in a long way to answer your question, cause it took you a long way to get there. <laughs> Thank you. It, it is, I, I, I it is a, a town that supports a winner as far as, you know, any sports goes, but, it, but let's be honest, it's a lot more comfortable to walk, to get out and go to a gym and sit there than it is to go to a hockey rink. Hello, this is Dave Catman. I'm the head football coach at Pulteney High School, and you're listening to the Inside Pitch. I mean, even yeah. though it's a Spartan and it's not as cold as what Mandico used to be, mm-hmm. right? Oh boy. <laughs> but oh, yeah. it's still people just like, Mm-mm. and it's across town, and you know, the mall not being a mall doesn't attract people, so that people aren't going, hey, let's go. Uh, Shopping, then hop over to right. a hockey game. And a lot of times those hockey games start at 4 o'clock. People are working. and it's Or it's 1 o'clock on a Saturday during football season. So it's, it's, it's a difficult ticket. But there are, you know, the kids will go and obviously the parents will go. As you both know, I'm a hockey guy. So, yep. I, you know, I'm covering it. And I, I know the kids. I know the kids coming up. So it's, for me, that's my passion. But... I understand basketball and, and football are, are still number one. Now up in Burlington, I'm going to tell you it's football's not number one up there. Right. It's just not even close. Hockey's close. Hockey's number one. And, you know, so it's it's an interesting question. I don't know the answer, but I still I, – I, I don't like to agree with that, that person, but this is a football and basketball town. And, Does that uh, answer your question? It does, and we, – we, there was a little buzz at times around the Castleton men's teams, and when Norwich came to Spartan Arena, the, right. there were some I don't know, eighteen hundred maybe. There yeah, some some well, crowds still like sell, that. They still it's still a big ticket. Well, because Norwich right. travels well, but let's face facts. I mean, I'm a college coach, being a golf coach, it's tough to compete in that arena with Norwich, not with golf. But in hockey, it's very tough. It's, it's, you know, people will say it's a D3 school. It's a D1 school masquerading as a D3 school when it comes to recruiting. 
Right. Let's be honest. I mean, you know, yep. it, they're not hiding anything. I mean, <clears throat> people know in the know know that it's very difficult. You don't just keep getting players like that over and over and over again. And I said two years ago when they won the national championship, it's the best D3 team I've ever seen. Is that part of the reason why they hired the, a new coach from, I guess he was um, an assistant at – at D1 UMass Lowell to, to keep, you know, with that in mind, to keep the pipeline right. going, I mean, recruiting. McShane had a pipeline into Boston. He also had a pipeline in, into uh, in Quebec. So he, you know, those recruits aren't coming here in a car. They're being, right. they're being flown in. That's, 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 that's hard to mm-hmm. – and then you, then you look at the facility. You look at, oh. you, you look at Northfield's facility, the hockey rink. I mean, it's a D1 rank. Tony Mariano went to the University of Minnesota Golden Gophers facility and looked at it before they built, right. before they did the blueprints. Right, and it's uh-huh. a, you know it's a smaller it's a smaller arena, but still they sell out. You go to a women's game there, and it's it's three quarters full. Yeah, the women's game at Spartan Arena for Castleton have been the crowds have been. Minuscule. Right. Oh, they're awful. Yeah, they're awful. And they've had some. And they're, they're very, they've had good teams. They've had good teams. Not over, powerhouses, but, but they've, they've had, had good, team. solid teams. Two, three years ago, I thought they were one of the. Best. I mean, clearly Norwich, Plattsburgh. You know, the big four there: Norwich, Plattsburgh, and you know a couple others. They're the. They're just above and beyond. But that team was, that team was top fifteen in the country a couple of years ago. I believe they've yep. always had good goaltending. Uh, the women. And that's kept yeah. them in a lot of games. But I tell you, covering them, I really enjoyed covering the women's game because I thought they were, you know, I'm <clears throat> that type of guy, coach. I like people who grind and just and just and battle. And those women battled every mm-hmm. game, and they had yeah. low numbers, and they did really, really well. So, you know, I think I think for Castleton, I think Bill's done a really nice job recruiting. He's got 14 freshmen coming in now. Uh, and some of them are pretty good. I was yep. fortunate enough to go have a little skate with them uh, the other day at Spartan Arena captain's practice because uh, one of my players is a captain, and he said, Coach, come oh. on down. So I went and skated with him and saw some of them. Uh, I told him I was trying out, so look out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, they, uh, they, have some, they have a lot of speed. They have some and one thing that I think Castleton has lacked in the last few years is size. And they have a couple of kids who yeah. are big. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Mark Scheuer, who plays for me out of California, he's one of their biggest defensemen. He's not the biggest guy on the team. They have some big boys yeah. playing up front, and that's what they need. You know, because when a Hobart comes into town with, you know, the average size about 6'3", 210 pounds up front, it's tough. I mean, you can handle it with speed, but after a while, you start getting pounded continuously for three periods. It takes a toll on you, and it slows you down mentally and physically. And and he, and that's what they, and that's what you know they need size. Are you not going to move those guys out of there with a hundred seventy five? No, no, you're just not. I mean, not. it's like in any yeah. sport, you know. Yeah. You know, size. You know, the, the old adage was would be uh, big and slow wasn't as good as you know small and fast, but. And big and fast is always better than small and fast. Yeah. So yeah. you can't teach size, and that, I think that's one of the things that they uh, they look for. And I, he's brought in fourteen kids. This is the Inside Pitch, brought to you by the Rutland Herald. The Inside Pitch is now on Podbean. Get the app. 
This is Justin St. Louis from Devil's Bowl Speedway, and you can also find the inside pitch on iTunes. Because they, you know, so we'll see what happens in the next couple of years. A couple of them, some real good goal scorers, but that's 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 D three. You need goal scorers. Yeah. And, you know, I remember yep. Alex at the time and Steve Moffat at the time, and it would my kingdom for a goal scorer. And you know, it's just it's hard to do. I mean, it, you know, <clears throat> I hate to say it, no, no disrespect to kids. Most of the top goal scorers are in D one. Well, you know, you have to have it. Well, Norwich gets those guys. Though. They do. They get. You those have guys. to have a successful program to right. get those guys. You, but yeah. you got to get over the hump. Right. And I thought, <clears throat> excuse me, I thought Steve did a nice job recruiting before he left. And Alex, it was probably six, seven years ago when I thought that was a team with with gullet as the captain that they pairwise they were top four in the country and i thought they were they got hosed because the the frozen four was out west and 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 ncaa wasn't going to pay for the travel so they take a western team and i thought they were they were they beat norwich that year and i thought they were the best team well this year d3 is going to use Pairwise for right. the first time, well, like should, Division should, One right. has it uh, there to to make the tournament selection. Right, and I think that's wise because you can this conference that they're in, you know, arguably is the best conference in Division Three with Norwich and New England College. Uh, and now you're adding two more good teams, and now Hobart. And I saw Hobart last year, and they were just that was. I had picked them to win it all. I thought Hobart was as good. Mm-hmm. Not quite as good as that Norse team, but they had a lot of D1 transfers, and they were a good, good hockey team, fast and uh, with a lot of size. But they get, you know, they got beat. But there's a lot of good competition in that in that league. It's not there's no nights off in that league. Right. Now so. October twentieth, Vanessa Carter going into the Castleton Hall of Fame. I'm next. I think. <laughs> I think she's the first. Is that right? She is. A man or woman yep. in hockey. She's the first yeah. one. There'll be a couple coming. Oh, because you have that 10-year thing. You've got to be out oh, 10 yeah. years. So. Yeah, i got to coach for 10 years. There's going to be a few There's going to be a few. There will be a few. There will be a few. Yeah, yeah, I oh, believe yeah. so. Particularly on, on goalies, they've had some goalies, really yeah, excellent goalies yeah, there. Yeah, you know, you know, I'm yep. sure Mulder will, will be. Mul- there. I thought Mulder was. Uh, I would think Mulder would be one kid that would be really a, a candidate. Was he the one from Michigan? No, oh. that was. Um, oh gosh, no, Mulder's from uh, up north. Oh, okay. Um, I know who you mean. Yeah. Though. I know who you yeah. mean. Oh, I got a name. But never, it's okay. Never. You'll, you'll wake up screaming in the middle. Yeah, of I will. <laughs> don't, don't call me, okay? <laughs> yeah. I remember his name now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I do. I, yeah. Swanson. Jeff Swanson. Yes, uh, yes. How you like that, okay, eh? Yeah. <laughs> unbelievable recall. Oh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Well, what yeah. else you got for me? So, we were looking. Right? Bob was looking at the schedule. Uh, just before we came in the room here. And, October 26th. Uh, boy, it's cranked, cranked yeah. up quick. Yeah, yeah, it does. Cranked, I mean. It's cranked up quick. Hey, listen, I, I, I'm wondering if you can answer this question. Okay. Because right? it makes no sense to me, never has. Okay. Don't take too long got, to ask. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, there's no segue here. <laughs> Why do coaches get so little time with their players in Division Three hockey before they actually drop the puck? Two weeks. It's a good question, and I think it's wrong. I think I think the season starts way too soon. <coughs> Excuse me. I think it starts way too soon. I think I know they have a, this Saturday they have a joint practice scrimmage and then they then they have a, a real scrimmage the following Saturday on the twentieth. Uh, 
but I'm, I I can't answer that question. I mean, NESCAC's even kind of – NESCAC, they get longer because they don't play right away and they don't start right away. I think they start way too early. I think they should go a little longer into the season. Well, that brings up another question. 30 oh. miles. Why don't Middlebury and Castleton play? Is that something to do with Bill Beanie? No. Originally? Uh, no. Um. I heard something about that. I, I did too. There was I don't a lot of think it was, around. you know, I know Bill. I coach, I guess, against him when we go to tournaments and golf. Um, I heard that, but I don't know if from Middlebury's standpoint, I mean, the women played. I don't know from Middlebury's standpoint it makes sense for him. To be as, in, as in at large, at large, like at that. large. I don't think it Eventually. makes sense for him. Well, it, it may not have when Middlebury was winning all those championships. Right, right now, I mean, they've, the, the, the playing field has really been leveled. They did play, and then they did right a couple of times, and I think the last game or two, <clears throat> excuse me, got a little out of hand, and that's right. not the way Bill likes to play. Um, but Bill's not there anymore. I mean. I I think for Middlebury they're um <clears throat> excuse me, I apologize. They're they're um when they play in the prime link, yep. that's their big at you know, 'cause they're they're facing either Plattsburgh or Norwich. Yep. So you're looking at two top five teams in the country normally that they that, that you know, as and you know the Nescaf schools, let's be honest, they like to play the Nescaf schools. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they do. Oh, I mean, yeah. they do it in every sport. Well, you see yep. it in every. It's such, yeah. it's such a good division. In football, it's exclusive. Yeah, yeah. and golf, yeah. we're fortunate enough to play in their tournament. And Nelson. Uh, it, yeah, but at Duke Nelson, we play. Uh, Bill's been gracious, and we have played with in another tournament at Lake Placid that Bill put on up in his hometown, uh, or his house up there, I should say, and we've enjoyed it um, with Williams and and Skidmore. This year, we didn't have that tournament. They Bill didn't have it. Um, he's going to try to resurrect it again next year, but it's a great tournament to put it on, and uh, you know we compete pretty well with them. So, uh, and we've enjoyed our time playing, you know, Middlebury. But there are mostly NESCAC schools there. Mm-hmm. Um, we've tried to get into a couple other tournaments, but it's exclusively NESCAC, you know. And the Williams tournament, I know they're pro pretty decently, and I've tried and tried to get in. Castleton used to, but. It got too big. They play at Taconic. It got too big, and he's paring it down even more. I mean, last year they had 22 teams, and this year they had 16. That's a huge amount of teams. It's mm-hmm. a huge amount of teams, and I think he wants to get it to 10. I mean, with Middlebury, there's 20. There's 20 mm-hmm. teams when we play up there. Yeah. Um, but for a lot of those teams, it's their first tournament. For us, it's our second or third. Right. There are so many <coughs> schools in the Little East. Why no Little East golf? Um, well, there is some. Oh. Um, Western But, I mean, there's no conference. There's no that. conference, but there will be. That's what oh, I've been told. Oh, okay. I think there will be in another couple of years. Right now, we'll still play as an associate member for golf in the NAC Conference Championship, which is this weekend coming up. Yeah. And, uh, up at Waterbury. Club, Vermont. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Now, tell me something. Now, how, I mean, we, we've talked about this in, in the recruiting. How is it? That you can get more kids in that castle program, you know. I mean, because you're, you're, you're every time you go up against Huston, you're you're really getting, you know. Well, yeah, hard, we're, we're not the only one. I know, um, I know that. But Huston, um, well, you know, funny is that we just were up at Southern Maine this past weekend, and Southern Maine beat Huston in a tournament. 
um, which I was shocked. But if you look at Southern Maine scores, who's in the Little East, right? That they they have ten kids who shoot in the seventies. There's a lot of Maine kids that do not leave the state because it's cheap to go to school there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Mike Dugas, the coach at Husson, has got his two kids who are his top two players. One had transferred back from Southern New Hampshire Division II where he was their top player. So you can see. But he's done a nice job recruiting. But Mike will tell you and anything else, and I'll tell you the same thing. It goes in cycles. Mike's losing his seven of his top eight players this year. So and he knows, and he's like, and he's told me, he goes, "We're we're in trouble after this." You know, I'm trying uh-huh. to get kids in. Um, you know, a few years ago, I had, you know, Zach Temple, I had Luke Solarno, I had Justin Del Bianco, I had Jack Rabowski. I had a pretty good top four, a real good top four, and we competed. You know, we finished sixth at the NEIGA, which is the top Division three schools, except NESCAC schools don't go. But this year, they're going for some reason. A couple mm. of them. Uh, because it was a Sunday money tournament. Zach uh, out of Hartford was had won the tournament. Lost, I mean, he had tied for medalist, and then they had a playoff, and he lost in a playoff. So we competed pretty well. Um, we struggled against Husson. Uh, they had a couple good players. Zach would go battle, but our issue was we just weren't deep enough. They, would, they could be able to take seven players, I mean, only take five to a tournament, but they had seven players who were battling each other for five spots. And that makes a big difference mm-hmm. um, yeah. in the competition. I'm trying, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm trying now to get kids. I, I got, uh, you know, Nick Olgela here, is here mm-hmm. as a freshman. He's playing very well. Uh, I have a couple other Vermont kids. I've uh, gone to some tournaments uh this year some sectionals and some tournaments at rutland brady hawthorne out of hartford is a pretty good little player uh colin moore out of rutland has played pretty well um and so those are kids that help your program i'm not saying they're going to come and shoot 70 but they can come shoot 75 77 80 Mm -hmm. and and be a solid contributor to your team if they come you know you try uh a lot of kids in vermont have other aspirations, as you know, Bob, you know, Jared, you know, goes to D1. Well, uh, and so God Carl, bless he's a Nick, right? He went first. He went to yeah, Florida. Yeah, he went down Gulf to Florida. Um, yeah. And he's played well up here, and I, he's very happy and very comfortable here. Uh, you know, I, I try to tell kids, if you come here, you're going to play. In some D1 schools, unless you're a Jared Nelson or Drake Hull or Logan Broyles, you, you might struggle to get on the course, and that's no fun. Hello, this is Jason Behenna, Director of Athletic Marketing Communications at Castleton University, and you're listening to the Inside Pitch. Uh, so, at Castleton, you know, I, I thought at the time Zach Temple was Division One material. He could play with anybody, but he wanted to play Division Three, where he could play every tournament and not be owned, so to speak, and be able to have a life. And it worked out well for Zach. He's, you know, he's a. I'm like Nick Saban. Because I have uh, I have Zach at Hanover, John Benson at Rutland, Luke Solarno at Vermont National, Jack Rabowski at, at Bennington. So I have all these golf pros. You have a network. I, it's That's unbelievable. Not bad. Yeah, you are. I should retire. You are Nick Saban. I yeah. am Nick Saban. Yeah. So yeah. If they don't recruit or make his money, but yeah. <laughs> but you should have a cat scan too. I should. Yeah. I'd like yeah. that actually. <laughs> Take a nap. Okay. Um, but no, I mean, so there's opportunities. I've talked to. You know, I probably had had another another uh, kid come in from New Hampshire who played with my guys, and he's applying, and he's a real good player out of Atkinson. Um, 
he's he's a good player and he seems to be interested but you know you're talking about college kids 18 19 years old and you know my biggest thing is I don't I say to the kids and their parents I say you got to be comfortable here if you're not if you don't like school golf's not going to matter because you're going to play yeah. for three months and then go home because you're not doing your schooling that's what you're here for get your education you come play golf okay, have fun you know we we, tr- we work hard we grind and we play a decent schedule good courses and see what happens and enjoy your time if you're not going to enjoy castleton and i'm not sure why you wouldn't then you're, it's not going to work for you mm-hmm. yep. and you know and that's what i say you got to go where it fits for you i mean i've had kids want to i've had kids whose parents want them to come to castleton the kid doesn't want to come so you can't i mean you can't pressure them we have um good scholarship opportunities for for kids with good grades and that can make it a little more affordable, but you're recruiting against New York State, where it's free school. I mean, it's hard to compete against that. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. very hard in New Hampshire and Maine. You know, it's hard to compete with their in-state tuition. It's just the facts of life. Now, Castleton offers free skiing for their kids at Pico, so there are those little caveats that you can throw out to kids, and some say, "Ooh, skiing for free." I'm like, "Yeah." You know, you get a job, too. You get transportation. I mean, it's a pretty good deal for a college kid. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. and they and believe me, Killington area, they want to hire them. And I'm, two of my kids already have jobs and free pass. So they they're, can't wait mm. to, to snowboard. So, you know, I try to be proactive that way and, you know, not pressure kids and say, hey, you know, I lost one kid this last year that I thought I had out of the Cape, and I he I up to five days before school, I thought he was coming, and he backed out. But there's nothing I can do about it. You know, wish him well, but it's it's difficult. But you know, we have some kids in the pipeline. We think uh, we have one kid coming back next year who who sat out this year. So you know, it's depth for me. I need to have eight real solid committed players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's in any yeah. sport. You guys know that. You know. <clears throat> when, when kids are being recruited, it's like, do you want to play hockey or be a hockey player? Do you want to play golf or be a golfer? There's a big difference. Everybody can go out and play golf, but you want to be a player. There's certain things you have to do to to, to be able to do stuff. So and you got to, to a point at least, want to be a student. Yeah, you have and to have good a, grades. I mean, you have yeah. to and and being a college athlete, even if it's golf, which people don't think in any sport is very difficult. There's time management. There's road trips. You have to be able to. Uh, be determined and have time management. Kids, you know, sometimes struggle with that at that age. It was interesting what you said about the people on the mountain want to hire them. Yeah. Uh, I was at the green and white football scrimmage, and the owner of the Pickle Barrel actually spoke to the team after about the opportunities he had for them if they wanted a job. It's It's a good thing for the kids. I mean, Especially over winter break, where they have five or so weeks off, you go make yeah. money and go skiing if you want to ski. But more importantly, make some money for the summer, yeah. or for education, for pay for stuff. You know, kids are always. You know, my kids can't wait to get their meal money. Yeah. So you know, it used to be cash in the pocket. Now we use a credit card, which is the worst thing ever. <laughs> it really is. No, that's why they're kids. You well, know? no, because yeah, I yeah. used to give them here, that's if we go on the road for three days, here's $75. Now I have a credit card, so we all have to go to dinner together. And they're like, Coach, I've already spent 1650 of my money. I'm like, ah. 
I don't know what you're talking about. Just eat your sub and be quiet. <laughs> but you do learn a lot on the van rides. Yeah, Believe oh, you I'm me. I'm sure you do. Oh, I'm my sure, God. I'm sure there's things you don't want to know. No, no there is. But yeah. It's like, please yeah. just be quiet for five minutes. <laughs> just, yeah. I'm begging you right now. Yeah. But you do see the transition of the kids when the time they're freshmen and the time they're seniors. You see how they how they mature and how they, you know, when they're freshmen, it's everything. Oh, okay. They try to be more quiet. Times are sophomore. They're a little more... Uh, Outgoing time their juniors are like they're you know Mr. Serious and they're ready to go. And the time their seniors are like, holy crap, I get a I I'm graduating. I life's about to begin. What do <laughs> yeah, I do, coach? Yeah. I go. Well, you get a job, Slim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> What'd you study? Yeah. <laughs> Figure it out. Yeah. yeah. But you see that it's these kids. You know they. You know time they get to 22, 23, they're like, uh oh. The party's over. Yeah, mm. yeah. Well, that's that's the, the, the rite of passage that happens yep. to everybody. You know? Oh, I know. But they can go to they can go to GE right now too. You know, I might go there myself. <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. So I I have to ask you this because yes. I, I see you just about every week up at the booth. There, I've got to ask you about your impressions of Rutland High School football. I'm pretty impressed, and I and I said at the beginning of the the pregame with Rick, I think it's their defense. I think it's their defense, and I think it's the maturity of uh, more. I think the first game he looked a little shaky throwing mm-hmm. and running, but if you look at him now, he's taking that extra quarter second to wait for the receiver to get open. You know, he hit not down the, down the seam a couple times, and the first game he overthrew him like he rushed it. And I think he's a lot more comfortable back there. And yeah. Dakota Peters is just a, a, a beast. He is. He, is he, so he punishes he's, people yeah. when he runs. And no one wants to tackle him after a couple of you th- I mean, he's he, he, standing next to him. He does not. No, he's not but, big. But he, you know? but he, I mean, but he's he, chiseled. But he, he, he makes you – you can see kids almost go, oh, no, here he comes again. Yeah. But, and, you know, I think their defense – but their offensive and defensive line, those kids are, are, are real good. Yeah. I think – I, I think they're top team in the state. I don't because they do everything well. Yeah, I think they throw and run well, and so you can't just key on one thing. And I think that's a big difference. And I've always said that. I, I was shocked at CBU. I said, "Hey, in the 21st century, you got to learn how to throw the football." And I don't care what sport yeah. you're at, what level, you got to learn how to throw the football because you're just gonna, unless you unless you've got the four horsemen up front, you're not gonna you're not gonna do it. You're not gonna succeed. Yeah. And he's, you know, that guy's got to get into the at least the nineteenth century. <laughs> Sorry, like, Sorry, Mike. Well, I ripped you on the air. And I'm still doing it. <laughs> you don't mean Mike Norman? No, 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 no. Okay, you're talking about the other Mike, Mike Williams. Williams. Yeah, I agree with you. No, I think that I, I think their defense is really, really good. I think it's uh, they collectively play very well. Yeah. So I, I, I've been impressed. I thought the game was going to be a lot tighter than in that Rice game on Friday, but. That Rutland, it wasn't as close as that score was. Ah, uh, no, no, it wasn't. They they make plays. They, they make they, plays. They make plays. They, I mean, they, they bend, but they make plays. Right. And, and you know, they they have athletes all over the field. They do. The thing about it is, and they're, they're guys you don't look at and you say, "Who is this kid?" or whatever. You know, I mean, people are really learning this last year how good Lucas Hubbard is. Right, he's and, good. And he's, and he's very just good. one of, one yeah. of many examples of that. But you've got guys like that who are out there who are yeah, just I mean, making plays. They, they all they seem someone always seems to step up at the right time. And the one thing that I like about them is they make you pay for a mistake yeah if there's a turnover or a penalty they make you pay like that third and 20 on the roughing the passer next touchdown two plays later they yeah. make you pay for mistakes so yeah. i think they're the best team but that's just me 
What do I know? I, uh, well, I say that every day on the radio. <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> well, you're asking Gecky, what is he going to say? Well, everything. You everything. Know everything <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. my partner. Yeah. He's out well, of his mind, though. <laughs> yeah, there you go. He's mostly drunk. Well, that, <laughs> thanks for saying that on the air here. I well, say it on the air every day. I know, I know, I know. I just did, I hear it so often, it just flies right over my head here. So. It's better than my naked hot tub stories, <laughs> that I usually say. Okay. We, we are out of time now, aren't we, George? We're out of time, George. Yes, we are out, oh of, we are out of time. Well, it's been a pleasure nice to be here with you two, you three. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Have me again. I know. We, well, hopefully, maybe we will do that again. <laughs> I think the thing about it is, is that once we get into hockey season and we get into the nuts and bolts of that, yeah. I think we'll have more to talk about, not only on the high the collegiate level, but on the high school level okay. as well. I can too, come so. back anytime. I, you know, I got nothing going on. I know. I know. I know. You're looking for a job. So. No, I have Probably a job. A house, too. <laughs> I, have a, I have a job. Okay, we're going to cut out of here before he starts talking again. Okay, I'm Bob Fredette, Tom Haley, Brian Hill, our special guest, George Nostrin, our engineer. Thank you very much for joining us on the Inside Pitch. Go watch some games this weekend. Come see us next week. Thanks. Thank you. This is the Inside Pitch. Brought to you by the Rutland Herald. Let us know what you think. Email us at sports at rutlandherald.com.